0: we Today's episode of the Ten and Two podcast is supported by Fear's Watches. As both a friend of the podcast since the beginning and a sponsor, we've had so many great things to say about Fear's Watches. This family-owned watch brand proudly serves as one of Britain's oldest watchmakers, with 175 years of expertise. The craftsmanship behind each timepiece proves more and more impressive with each new launch from the brand. With hand-finished details such as indices and cases, each timepiece is crafted with the utmost attention to detail in mind.
1: This same detail extends well beyond the timepieces themselves. Fierce puts the final perfect touch on any timepiece with their selection of luxury handmade watch straps. With leathers and wool sourced from premier tanneries and local businesses, Every strap tells a story as unique as the wrist it sits upon. And yes, we said wool, and you should definitely check those out for yourself.
0: After being hand-finished, each strap is then hand-stitched for that perfect final touch. And as an added bonus, each Fears watch strap is available in both a standard and a shorter length to allow a perfect fit for any wrist. Not only does Fears Watches carry a vast assortment of readily available straps, but also offers custom strap making services to make the strap of your dreams a possibility. And with their quick release spring bars, strap changes are breeze.
1: Head over to www.fearswatches.com to explore their collection of timepieces and luxury watch straps.
0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the 10 and 2 podcast. I'm Kat. And I'm Catlin And we're here every week talking watches, photography, adventure, and exploring the world of horology. How's it going? And tiny closets.
1: Good. How are You're you? You're in a tiny
0: closet very far away. <laughs>
1: I am. The tiniest closet. Of, like, I'm having to use—I'll I'll have to take a picture of this setup. I'm having to use, like, two phones as flashlights because <laughs> I'm—the closet's so small it doesn't have a light. I had to turn the air conditioning off in the house. So it's already getting a little a little, a little toasty because I'm in Florida. And War. it's a little, it's a little warm outside. So but the dedication. Good, the you know, we we, we, yeah. we go
0: on vacations I, and we still put out episodes.
1: <laughs> Y'all, I literally left the beach across the street. It's one o'clock. Left the beach to come over here and record an episode. Oh, so but it's like it's no, girl. Don't even. Uh, Because the problem is, is that you and I are too busy now to record in the middle of the week. So, like, we couldn't squeeze this in (laughs) before I left.
0: No. Unfortunately. Uh, But we're here. I'm so happy to get to talk to you. Um, I know. I felt like we have just not been to... (laughs) We need to like. I hate when
1: when we go on vacation. I know. Can we just go on vacation on the same week? That way, like we're just gone for a week, and then Mm -hmm. and that's it. I know. I miss you. I know. I
0: miss you too. It's like you haven't been like you. You've come over just to like grab something and go, but like you've not been over for us to just like sit down and record, and like we haven't had our little lunch dates, and yeah, it's been quite busy the last like month and a half or so. So. Hopefully when you get back, we can can get back to normal.
1: Right. But also, like, your new job has kept you quite busy. Very. Very very. excitingly so because (laughs) you just got to do something, like, absolutely amazing. And I'm so jealous, and I've loved every single photograph that I've seen. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate
0: it. But yeah, so today we're just gonna bring you guys a really short episode. We have a couple things on on topic uh, that we want to talk about, and um, yeah, we'll keep it pretty short and brief. I want to want to get Catlin back on the beach here shortly. I'm, I need the beach, y'all. You need it. You do. You do. You definitely need the beach. I need the beach too. I'm quite jealous, actually. Um, but yeah. what are you what are you wearing at the beach? What watch did you take? I brought. I brought one watch,
1: guys. Like I debated on this for a while. Yeah. I debated forever. When I, I don't know about everybody else, but like when I go on vacation, usually I bring I bring a watch roll, right? Like so many watches for no reason, and then I, on top of the watches, I bring all the straps. Yeah. Now when I go on vacation to the beach, like I'm literally just at the beach or at the pool all day. I don't go to super fancy dinners, so I don't need a dress watch. Like I, I mean, I have like some dresses with me, but they're summer dresses. It's not like I need anything fancy or anything like that we'll go out to dinner a few times but no we're like I I'm, like, I'm here with you know a 14 year old a 10 year old and a, a five year old so we're not going to super fancy restaurants and getting chicken tenders um <laughs> But yeah, so like I, you know, I just wanted one watch that I could wear for for everything that we have we're doing. Um, So I brought my Planet Ocean and that's what I'm wearing. I didn't bring a strap. Nothing. It's literally just me, the Planet Ocean on the shark mesh bracelet. And that is
0: all. That's a pretty perfect beach so, watch, though.
1: It is. And the white is so fun for summer. It yeah. really is. Now, I will say, <laughs> because my my Planet Ocean is on like a, a vintage Omega mesh bracelet, but it's also a seatbelt class. And I've never worried about the seat, seatbelt class before until probably about an hour ago while I was... Uh, the, the water's really rough today. The weather's been kind of inconsistent. Um, so the, there's a lot of waves. And the the girls, uh, my cousins that I'm with, um, they wanted to go out on one of, like, the raft floaties that, you know, I spent an hour and a half blowing up earlier this morning. And so, like, you know, they're grabbing it. And the little one is grabbing, like, my watch and my <laughs> arm. Um, and I'm like, please do that pull on it. Like, pretty please. Because once you, it's like an old seatbelt. So once you pull on that clasp, like... It's it's gone. Oh
0: <laughs> so man, I might
1: actually leave it here before I go back down. Really? Um, but I'll yeah, I'm probably not actually. I'll take it. Screw it. Whatever. <laughs> I should be responsible and leave it here. But also, man, like I forget how exhausting it is going on vacation with with small kids to the beach. Yeah, like my body's already sore. It's only been one day.
0: Yeah, and those that sand too, it hurt
1: like I know. There's not a lot of chill time for the, for those <laughs> of you with small kids. And if you, I, I'm gonna be. I realize that most of our listenership is, is men. Guys, if if you're going to the beach, just help your help your wife out, help whoever <laughs> out with the kids, because because we women try and take care of it all, and it is exhausting. I bet so.
0: I bet. Yeah.
1: But what are you wearing, Kat?
0: So I'm wearing a watch that I actually have not worn in quite a while. Um, I'm wearing the oh. Fierce Red Cliff Date that I have. It's Aww. the white dial version that um, we've kind of got for our, it was our one year anniversary of the podcast, which is, seems like forever ago now. Oh my gosh. Because um,
1: we're coming up on two years. I
0: know. I have been so busy. I haven't even thought about that. Do we get another watch? Is that?
1: Do we? Are we? We haven't even talked about that. I know. <laughs> we need to do something.
0: We should. We, we should, should go
1: to the Dolly Parton bar in Aww. Nashville.
0: Oh, yes, we, we should. The like whole thing. Totally. Um, but no, I got these great new Bark and Jack Nados. Um, and uh, yeah, I stuck this like blueberry color one that's like blue and black on it. And it looks really cool. And yeah, I just kind of feel like wearing a quartz watch today. And I don't know. I just really, this is such a clean dialed watch. It, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I don't get enough love. And, and, and I say on the podcast because like I tend not to wear it because it's very valuable to me. It's very special to me. And so I, I'm afraid of banging it up and I want to keep it in good, good condition. So, um, I'm not that way with any of my watches except for this one. And, um, yeah, I need to wear it more. I, I, I put it on, I'm like, Oh, I really like this watch. So, (laughs) Um, but I was the uh, same
1: thing
0: yeah and I was messaging you I think maybe last night or yesterday that I gave away my last g-shock my little cousin spent several days with me um, and he's I think 12 years old he's in love with g-shock and you know he always asked me about it and so I gave my my one and only g-shock to him that I had and the G-Shocks that I've had are kind of that way where I I tend to just give them away to people that are getting into watches because I think it's an awesome gift and um right. yeah now I'm like I kind of <laughs> I, I need another G-Shock so yeah I started so looking online today and there's so many I don't know it's like I I. Re- <laughs> I'm in love with that, like, camo titanium version. Like, it is just so cool, but it's the also… Full,
1: like, the metal one? Yeah,
0: and it's also over, like, a $1,000. I'm just like, yeah. don't want to spend that on a G-Shock. But the other one that really interests me that I think it might be kind of cool is the their kind of version of the smartwatch. I don't know if I should, like, give that one a try and see, like, it tracks, like, your miles and stuff. So, if I go on a run or something, and I don't know. I thought maybe that would be kind of cool, but… Uh, there's just so many variations of a G-Shock. If you, if you have it, if, uh, you have a recommendation and you feel like, Hey, this would, you know, go well, cat styled and send it over to me. Cause there's just, there's literally so many G-Shocks I can't even keep up with. But, um, yeah, I was scouring through the, uh, the Topper, <laughs> Topper Jewelers website this morning and seeing what, what they had available and they're actually sold out of a lot of G-Shocks. So yeah, I don't, G-shocks I don't know.
1: G-Shocks are so like, in right now, and I love it. I love it for for G-Shock because I I feel like there's such great watches. I really do feel like everybody should have a G-Shock.
0: Yeah, um, and you yeah, know they're I, they're so popular. They're popular, and and I'm all for wearing my watches and using the watches as they're intended to be used. Especially like the new Submariner. I've been wearing that thing almost for everything. But I still think there's value in a G-Shock, especially if like I'm going mountain biking or for going hiking or something. And I just not only do I not like it's not that I'm worried about my sub or anything. It's just like there's situations I just don't want to wear that. You know, I want something really light on the wrist and just to not have to worry about too. So that is where the G- I almost started thinking about Seiko and I was like, do I want to go Seiko and maybe a Solar, maybe a Quartz or something, something really light. So either maybe maybe a Seiko, maybe a G-Shock, I don't know. But I need something just like to play around with and to do, you know, those sorts of activities that I don't want to take necessarily Uh, an automatic watch for.
1: Yeah, but I feel like once you kind of have a G-Shock, it's hard to not have one. Like, I I realize you could definitely get a Seiko. You can beat up on Seikos. That's great. Mm -hmm. But there is something about the the all-plastic case, the plastic strap, like, that just makes it it's so lightweight it's so comfortable you forget that you have it on and if I'm doing something that I'm beating my watch the hell up odds are I don't want to feel like I have a watch on I want to just kind of feel like nothing's there but also I need the practicality of a watch because you know odds are my hands are filthy or something like that I can't just grab my cell phone so I can actually see the time I am curious about the the G-Shock smartwatch yeah Um, I don't I don't know that I've ever seen
0: one in person or, or tried it on. I've never, um, and it's, it's not I a square. I would imagine it's probably and, huge, though. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, it's not a square, and I love the G-Shock square so much. I don't know if I can get mm-hmm. away from that. Also, I'm sure that you have to charge it all the time, which is, like, something I don't even want to worry about either. So, I don't know. I may just end up going with, like, a solar G-Shock or a a solar, you know, Seiko quartz or something. Just super light to have and to kind of knock around with. But, yeah, like you said, there is something about just having a G-Shock. You can pick it up and go and… I uh, just never yeah. have to worry about it. But um.
1: I mean, I, you can just drop it in whatever bag you're wearing. You can <laughs> exactly. It in your pocket. Like yeah. you literally like I'm just like, whatever, this is the watch that. It, but it's so funny because I say this is the watch that I don't care about. But really, I do kind of care about
0: them. That's lot, what I felt like, so. too. It's like I, I, I give them away like they're candy. But then also I'm like, oh, now I'm I kind of miss having one. <laughs> And I'm and I don't regret giving him away because like his no, face when I gave it to I, him is just amazing. I and can just, imagine like,
1: <laughs> I met him right before right before we left and he's adorable. So I can
0: imagine like how excited he was. Yeah, about it. he it's so funny. He like got his his phone out and now he's like starting to take wrist shots and stuff and send <gasps> it to me. It's the cutest I love thing. It. Yeah, it's I love super it. adorable. But absolutely. love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, yeah. So I don't know. I need a T-Shock. I need a new one. Maybe we get G shock for our two. No, I can't wait that long. That's that's still like a month away.
1: <laughs> no, and, and the can you engrave it? G- shot.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, like how are we gonna make it special?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. know. Mm. There's some people mm. that like do some custom stuff. Maybe we can find something cool.
1: I'm obsessed with. I think he's in He's in the UK somewhere. The dial artist on Instagram. Yeah,
0: well, I'm we obsessed could do, like some Seiko or does. something. That'd be kind of cool. He
1: he does like all sorts of mods and like he I think you just send him watches and he does like all this custom like painting. He's been doing a lot of projects with like the Casioke series and especially with I think he paired with. Um, can I can I say the the name of that Instagram account on um, I I don't know what it's say probably it. gonna get censored. I, I fucking love watches on Instagram. Oh yeah, that's fine. Can I say that? Yeah. Without getting in you said it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's there. Sorry. Sorry guys. Um yeah. So like he, he partners with them on Instagram and like they, they've done several collaborations on these these paint and g shocks and I think that's so cool. I would absolutely love that. Yeah. Um I think it's it's super neat. Like, um I he used to do a lot of and I'm I'm sure he still does, but he does a lot of like dial paintings, custom dials. Yeah. And I, I think that's so neat, but then also I don't want to send in like I don't know. I, I feel like I have a problem not a problem, but I, I have a hesitation with having like a nice watch having the dowel painted, but like something like a G-Shock or something like that would be a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. G-Shock or Seiko, any of those that like, you know, are a little bit more affordable. Um, you're not going to lose out too much, but yeah, once you get to the higher price point and people definitely do, like I've seen, um, some higher end watches done, but I'm just like, oof, that's kind of scary. And you, <laughs> I mean, it'll be years forever because reselling that's going to be really right. hard, but still, right. um, yeah, <laughs> I would be kind of scared. Oh. I would be uh, too.
1: I don't think I could do it at all. (laughs) There's no way. But maybe a a G Shock. We do have to figure out what we're gonna do for two years. I know. We don't
0: have to do anything really, but No. We just tell ourselves.
1: We'll just do the same thing we always say. We'll record a podcast, we'll go get sushi. (laughs) Exactly. Which I'm fine with. Totally. Same. (laughs) Um, okay. Well, so how was you recently were in Indianapolis for the Indianapolis five hundred and this was. was your first like this was your first race you've ever been to.
0: Yeah, first race, like first like press trip for work. Um, I was there for watching covering the event. You know, Tag, Tag Hewer was the one that kind of um, had us all out, and it was amazing. I've I've never been, you know, I've I've been to NASCAR races in the past, right? But like this is, mm-hmm. well, I've been to one in my life, and I was a like, little kid. But like this is a whole nother ball game, and yeah oh my gosh, the cars were just going so fast. I just could not believe it. And just the the energy from the fans. It was, you know, the first big event of the year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, restrictions have just been lifted for COVID. And I think people were just in really great spirits. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing time. I, I had so much fun. I literally just sat there with my camera and just took, I don't even know, I can't even tell you how, I think I have like 1,500 images from the trip or from just the oh, race wow. day. <laughs> Uh, a lot of it was just me practicing, you know, shooting cars going over two hundred miles an hour. So they're pretty crappy, but then I got I got a few good ones. I got a few good ones after I got the hang of it. Um, but yeah, I feel like that would be so difficult. From it a, is.
1: like I could not imagine. I've never I've never even switched my camera into that mode where like it it captures pictures in motion. Like yeah. I just I don't know that I can do it. It stresses me out.
0: Yeah, you would think just like turning your shutter speed really high and and for you know a certain kind of shot that works. You can just freeze the car, but then you want to get the wheels in motion. You want to get the feel that the car's moving. And so you kind of lower the shutter speed and then you just kind of track the car with your camera, which means you're, you're following it. And then you've got to follow it at the right speed. And, um, it's, it's a little bit tricky, but you know, it's, it's so much fun. And, yeah, I just, I had a blast and, and got to meet, uh, tags, you know, ambassadors or their, their drivers and, uh, who unfortunately Alexander Rossi didn't do very well. And the race got stuck in the pits, but, um, again, it, it was just so much fun. And yeah, I, I, it, I don't know why it like, it gave me hope that like, We're, we're getting better. And like, I don't know what the stats are in the U S as far as COVID and everything. And, and, and after an event like that, it could have got way worse in Indianapolis. I don't know. I feel good. I've, I've been double vaccinated and, um, you know, I, I would hope that a lot of other people have too. I'm not ignorant to think that they haven't, but I don't know. It just gave me hope to like, things are getting back to normal and, and I don't know. It just, it felt good. It felt really good to be at something like that on that kind of a scale again. And it was a little like weird at first, being around so many people. But it, I mean, it didn't take long to kind of feel like normal again. And um, yeah, it was it was just a blast. I'm glad I could go out there. And uh, yeah, I'm a racing fan now. Like I I want to go to more races. <laughs> like I love it. Yeah. And and Indy's coming to Nashville in like August, and I want to go to that race. Wait, yeah, I absolutely. We're gonna go. We're gonna go and have a great time, and like day drink and just get sunburnt and and yeah, enjoy it.
1: (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) Life goals,
0: yeah, yeah. That's life uh, goals, but um, no,
1: I can't. I'm super excited because I I have been a race fan for quite a while. Um, yeah, because you watch I F1. Fall. You
0: watch that? What's that show you watch on Netflix all the time?
1: Oh, it's a uh, Drive to
0: Survive. Drive to Survive. I think yeah. I watched that one night. Like I was up sick, and it's and really I, interesting. it is good. I
1: love I love that show. First of all, so my guilty pleasure, my secret guilty pleasure is um, it's like reality tv Mm -hmm. um like i I watch a lot of the real housewives series (laughs) yeah so here's the thing i i don't have any drama in my life like i am very anti like like if you give me drama i have nothing to do with you i cut you out the end but i really like watching other people's drama it Mm -hmm. like makes me feel a little better about my life so I do. And so like to, to combine drama, which I really love and like racing and, and you know, motorsports, which I really enjoy. Um, it, it's a lot of fun. It's such a great series. I think uh, I a lot of people do watch it. But if you have it and you're kind of interested in it, it's super it's a really interesting um, series and just kind of gets you like I'm not I like Formula One. I'm not I'm not diehard into it. Like college football will always be my sport that I'm just like diehard into. Um, but Formula One is great and it kind of gives me a little bit more of a background on a lot of it, which I uh, I really enjoy. But yeah, it'll be fun having, a, having Indy in Nashville. Yeah, am excited.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Can't Nashville's maybe. been kind of put on the radar for all these big events now and it's good and bad because, like, it's nice that it's close to home, but then it brings all, all the people here, which we're already like we're getting so crowded, and oh, it's just crazy. But um, you know, it's it's fun, and and we both kind of live outside the city, which is good too. But um, we yeah, don't have to deal with a lot of sure. that.
1: Definitely, definitely don't have to deal with it. Well, thank
0: God. Something really cool and exciting came out over the last uh, few weeks, and that was the the new Tudor Black Bay ceramic. What yeah. are, what are your Your what was your initial thought, and then what's your thought now? If if it's changed at all,
1: I don't think my my thought has changed necessarily. Um, I, I have a few a few thoughts about it. First of all, I think it's a it's a little crappy on Twitter, in my opinion to do a ceramic black bay when they did like the, the one watch the only watch as a ceramic black bay. Mm-hmm. I feel like it takes a, again to me, if you're going to do a limited edition of any watch, you shouldn't then regularly produce that watch. Yeah. Um, I just, I mean, I know it was for only watch. I know that's a whole different sort of thing, but still to me, it's just kind of the principle. Um, aesthetically, it's not my cup of tea. Like it, I don't know. I, I I still haven't seen it in person, Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm very curious to see it. But you have the black ceramic case, but then you have a stainless steel, uh, or stainless steel or or aluminum. I think it's steel, Uh, but then it's PVD plated um, bezel. And then crown as well, and the case back are all steel but PVD coated. Yeah, Um, which to me it would be very difficult. First of all, those are the three number one points of wear. You know, the case back is obviously the rubbing against your wrist. the The bezel is going to get beat up, and then the crown gets a lot of wear. Um, And then they're just having them PVD coated. I, I don't know. I feel like that's a. I'd like to know why they did that. For me, the biggest the biggest news of this whole thing was the meta certification. The fact that they made a master chronometer movement mm-hmm. uh, is absolutely phenomenal. because yeah. for, for now. Omega was the only brand that had done it. Um, and it's not even that it's it's another certification. It's just the process of the certification. Yeah. It's that, you know, these are now, so if you're not super familiar with certifications of watches, like we all know, we hear a lot about cost certification. And COSC is great, but COSC only certifies wa- movements Um the, or sorry, they only certify just the movement. They don't certify like the movement encased in, in the watch, and a lot can happen when it's being encased. Um, plus, the accuracy is much different. The tolerances are much different. It's a little bit looser. So when you have the meta certification, it's it, uh, these watches cannot run slow. They're guaranteed to run between zero and plus five seconds per day, which for mechanical timepieces is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. But then you also have like they have to be totally resistant to magnetism, which you yeah. know. We see a lot of brands trying to step into this whole the game of like making more anti-magnetic watches or rec- more recently did it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have Tudor who has like the full the full anti-magnetic movement. So I think to me, that's the bigger news is that technically right now Tudor had this this one watch has a better movement than, you know, quote unquote, Big Brother Rolex. yeah.
0: Yeah, cuz I think Rolex does the like what is it called the superlative chronometer yeah. minus 2 plus 2 whatever it is and and yeah, so this I mean this is technically better. I I'm with you like I I wasn't super impressed by the watch um and and, and that's no it's not to put down Tudor because I think that what they're doing no. is really cool and like you I, I'm not in love with like the PVD, but that's just because of my experience with PVD in the past and like I'm sure that the way Tudor did it is probably phenomenal. It's probably going to last. They've been playing with so many materials lately that they've, they've done really well with this and time will tell. Like as we see more and more people buy this watch and wear it, um, you know, we'll get to see it. I was a little bummed that this wasn't in a 58 case. Cause I think that would have been really killer. Um, but understandable with maybe the movement, you know, they couldn't put it in that kind of case just yet. Um, I think 41, I, I've, I've owned a 41 Black Bay and it's a brick, uh, it just, it's a brick on the wrist. And, and, uh, in my experience, it wasn't the most comfortable watch. Um, but if you like it and you think it's cool, you wear it and, and you kind of get right. over the fact that it is a brick because I, I, I got over it with the Harrods because the Harrods was just awesome and, and I wanted to wear it. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a cool watch. And, you know, I, I don't know what to think of like what Tudor's doing and what kind of move, They're wanting to make, in my opinion, like Tudor was always great because like it's this more affordable alternative to Rolex, but they keep doing these more expensive models and playing with precious metals and playing with movements. And it's like, at some point, are they going to be the same price as Rolex? I mean, are you going to have to choose? I mean, I think that it's a little bit of a dangerous territory for them to, and I'm I'm not saying they shouldn't be better, but just they should be wary about like what kind of price point they're offering at, um, because if you're if you're a thousand dollars away from the Big brother, well, I'm still going to get a Rolex at the end of the day yeah. um, unless I just really, really like the look of a tutor. but And I do, I like the black base, you know, the 58 is a big example because I think to me, they're just as cool as a sub. But um, this to me is so niche, this all black watch. I just, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I would have put this meta movement in this watch. Like I think maybe a stainless steel, maybe, you know, ceramic bezel, something really cool like that would have been like, oh man, this is such a great like sub alternative. But the all black, like I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see enough people liking that.
1: Yeah, it'll be, I mean, Tudor has done a lot of black PVD watches over the years, yeah. realistically. And they, you know, they've done, they have done a black ceramic piece before. Um, they, What is the watch that Ricky has? Ricky from Scottish Watches. He has like the Tudor, oh, there's yeah. some racing chronograph that they have. Yeah. Um. And that was a ceramic case. But no, I agree. It's it's really interesting to see Tudor launch this new movement because realistically, they're going to continue to do it. You know, mm-hmm. at, at the point that Tudor invested into the equipment, into the testing, the certification for Master Chronometer, they're going to continue it. So it, it's going to continue to happen no matter what. Um, but I think it's interesting that they, st- they released it in this design. Yeah, in this um, format. Yeah. Yeah, low key, I kind of wonder if it was a dig at Omega, um, because <laughs> obviously Omega's the o- only brand who does the meta-certification right now, mm-hmm. um, they just and Omega released just their... released those Diver 300 meters that are yeah. ceramic with, like, the black ceramic, and I'm just kind of like, huh, nice I little, feel like that's a little bit of a jab right there.
0: Nice like, little competition.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is, right? And I think it's interesting because, you know, Omega is, to me, Omega has kind of symbolized that like, you know, luxury watch that that's attainable realistically. I wouldn't call them entry level. I, you know, at all versus Tudor is entry level, but Tudor's doing, you know, essentially the same movement, um, I will. Uh, I, so I haven't seen this watch in person. Um, Adrian from and Jack, he had this watch. He sent me a couple of videos with it. He has a great video on his YouTube channel. We'll mm-hmm. link it in the show notes. Um, I think... Still, from what I can see, I think the finishing on the Omega ceramic cases are better. Um yeah. So Omega does like an actual brush finish. So you can really see the beautiful strokes like to to the ceramic. And I think that with a Tudor, it's just like a blasted finish. So it's just like there's no personality to it. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we'll see. I I would love to see like the comparison of the Omega Black Ceramic to this Tudor Black Ceramic. Yeah,
0: that'd be actually that's the cool. comparison
1: that I really want to see because this Tudor is half the price.
0: Yeah,
1: um, yeah. So I I'd be very curious to see. Yeah, because I mean they're they're around the
0: same size. I think that pros and cons of both like i can see this tutor at a glance is a little bit more um readable i think as far as the legibility of the dial but yeah. then then the bezel's not as legible and then on the on the omega it's like the omega dial's not as legible but the bezel is so it's kind of like a trade-off between can you guys the two just
1: meet in the middle somewhere <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that would be a great, fantastic comparison because neither of them are on bracelet. They, you know, they come on straps. So, I right. think that would be cool. You're maybe literally
1: ma- just compares comparing finishing. You know, that's it. Like yeah. the, no little detail, mm-hmm. just that.
0: I think that would be awesome. Maybe maybe Adrian can get his hands on them. I'd love to see that video. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. But at the end of the day, it's a cool watch. I'm not. I'm not hating on it. It's not for me. I. I just. I, there are a few watches that I do like kind of the all black look. Um, I'm not willing to kind of pay this price point for one because I know it's not going to be a watch I wear all the time, but, um, yeah, again, to me, it's just, like, it's a little confusing why. I love that they did this movement, but then at the same time, like, why not put this in one of your kind of standard Tudor, you know, Black Bay cases that is going to sell out and is going to really be. And you know what? I'm thinking about it. Maybe they don't want it to be, a you know, an alternative to the sub. Maybe they they want it to be something different because they don't want to compete with with Rolex. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why they they decided to do something like this.
1: Well, I mean, you say – don't want to compete with Rolex. But realistically, I mean, if we're being honest, almost every watch brand at this point yeah. is competing with Rolex because Rolex, Rolex is big dog. And, you know, everybody knows that. But here I can go get a Black Bay 58, you know, for the yeah. most part and not have to wait forever. Um, it It's really interesting to me. I feel like Tudor is really starting to kind of branch out from under, you know, Rolex's wing. I think that they're they're solid. I have a lot of respect for what Tudor's doing. I'm not necessarily in love with what Tudor's done, mm-hmm. you know, this year. But I have a lot of respect for it. You know, yes, they they d- can sell an $18,000 gold Tudor. They, pre- they can sell it. <laughs> I'm still, I think that's still like the ugliest watch. It's like, it's green, it's gold. It's like not my cup of tea mm. at all. But like they they're selling them, you know. They did the sterling silver case, which everybody was like, "What are you doing?" I saw that case. I saw this watch in person. I, I, and I'm so sorry. I don't remember your name, but there was a listener who I was at my job and he had this watch, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I have to see this!" And it is stunning in person. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's like, oh man, I kind of need this watch. Until you flip it over and then you realize where sterling silver oxidizes. You're like, oh man, why did it have to be in sterling silver? I know, I know. And that kind of
0: bugged me with that one too.
1: Yeah. But I mean, they're just, they're doing some different things. I like this experimenting with materials. But I feel like you can only get away with doing that for one year, right? Like, okay, maybe twenty twenty one is the year that Tudor just kind of branches into, you know, some different stuff that they'll incorporate into their collections from here on out. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, they'll they'll incorporate a little bit of ceramic, they'll incorporate like a little bit of gold and silver, but it's not going to be like their main bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe just focusing on on the technology because the technology to make ceramic cases is very difficult. Um, And and Tudor's clearly spending a lot of money right now, uh, (laughs) which yeah, (laughs) to to do meta meta certification, to do ceramic case manufacturing, like they're they're spending some money. So I feel like they're kind of positioning themselves to to drop our jaws in the next couple of years with their releases.
0: Absolutely, again, like you, I. I give them kudos. I give them props for doing what they're doing. They're doing something different. And I like that they're, I like the boldness of Tudor. I like that they're not afraid to do these things, but Um, with, with that being said, it's it's not always going to be your cup of tea at the end of the day either. Um, but I, I, I foresee some really cool stuff coming from Tudor. So they still excite me when they, when they have these releases, but, um, yeah, we'll see. Um, if, if you're, if you're a listener and and you have this watch, we'd love to see more like wrist shots of it. So please send them over, uh, send us a DM or send us an email because I haven't really seen too many pictures of this one. So, um, yeah, if you get hands on with it, I'd, I'd love to see some pics
1: for sure. Most definitely.
0: Well, I think that that's going to wrap us up for today. Um, we're going to keep this episode really short and light. I want to get Catlin back on the beach and enjoying her vacation. And um, we'll be back next week with a full-on episode, and, and we'll have a really cool topic to discuss, or, or maybe we'll talk to somebody. Who knows? <laughs> We've got we some, don't
1: know either, guys. We don't so know either. Yeah, we'll we figure just figure it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I was like, Kat, we have cool topics. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, we always do. We've got like this. You know, we have this like Google Doc of all of these like topics. We've, yeah, I know. We have never look at <laughs>
1: that, that doc was last updated eight months ago. <laughs> probably.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We'll no. open
1: it next week <laughs> sometimes
0: sometime. um i'd love to do another like right. edc episode soon i i have got we've got a bunch of cool oh. stuff and new new items that oh, we both had in e- bags
1: of edc um our friend oh, our yeah. friend kyle from cantonment yeah <laughs> yeah so, so uh, we've talked about these these kerchiefs that that kerchiefs kerchiefs I can never get it right. But Kerchief, okay, we're going with Kerchief. Um, so we've talked about these Kerchiefs a few times that yeah. Kyle has produced. Um, and they're super cool. Like they're really neat, just kind of a casual, you know, rag to be able to have around. They work great for, for cleaning watches, computer mm-hmm. equipment, you know, camera gear just to be able to have to wipe some sweat things like that. Um, and then they have a new keychain and I love that everything's just kind of cohesive and works together within the collection.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The new Woggle key Keystrap, um, it's So if you've owned the kerchiefs, you've seen that they have this thing called the woggle, which is what kind of keeps it. If you've got it tied around your neck, it's what kind of keeps it together. Almost looks like a NATO. It's very small. Um, Or you can kind of clip it to your belt and have the kerchief hanging from your side. Uh, And so what they've done is they've incorporated that into sort of a keychain, And you can put your keys on one end. It comes with a clip on the other I personally, like, I, I'm actually looking at them right now. I'm going to go ahead and order a couple of them. Um, I'd love to have one in just, like, my camera bag and just kind of clip to the edge of it um, yeah. so where I can easily have access to that. Or even, like... Keeping the kerchief just on the side as I'm doing these photo shoots with watches, oftentimes like I need quick access to a cloth. So if I need to wipe the watch down as I'm shooting it, and it would be perfect just to kind of have that on the side of the bag where I can grab and go really quickly. So lots of great uses for this. Um, Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I think I'm going to order the black and I like this berry color too. So the berries cute. Yeah. And the green, I don't know. I might order a bunch of these and just like keep them in different bags, but so many uses, you can actually take it completely off and, um, just a lot of cool things out. And like you said, I like the cohesiveness. I like that. They, um, kind of coming up with ideas that, they all go together. They all, they're all they all part of this family of, of products. And um, I really, really enjoy that. And I would love to see these guys do like a NATO at some point in time too. I think that would be really cool. But uh, I don't know, cross our yeah, fingers. And they've been nice. so kind to us. They've given us a discount code um, for anything in the store. And it's um, kentomit.com. We'll put the link in our show notes. And you can use the promo code 10 and 2 and 2 and that will give you um, 20% off on your on your purchase um so yeah but uh yeah these are really cool and we're just such a fan of these guys of kyle and what they're doing and uh, i think they're really cool i've gotten a little sneak peek at some of the stuff they're working on coming out soon and i gotta say it's really really awesome so we'll we'll be sure to talk about that in probably the next few months um but yeah check them out
1: very exciting guys that is it for our episode today thanks for listening head over to and2.com we'll have links to all of the things that we talked about um as well as links to um kentomit's website as well um and be sure to follow us along on instagram facebook and twitter at 10and2media and that's all y'all bye bye